0: because LinkedIn is just like a big spider web Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you know you can follow spider webs and end up in all sorts of different places but for me that's how you find people you would never have come across and I just don't ever discount a connection because you just never know who they might know or Mm -hmm. that you might know that can help them or vice versa you just never know.
1: use to build their business so that you can experiment and implement these strategies in your business too. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab, Leanne. It is awesome to have you joining me here today. Thanks, Sam. I'm so happy to be here. Yes, so we met... Oh my goodness. Okay, so here's the thing. We met a month ago and with all of the craziness that's happening in the world, it actually feels like right now that we met about two years ago because there's been so much going on. The world really has gone crazy. It has gone
0: crazy and well I've been in a little bit of a bubble because we um, left to go on holidays I think the day sort of before it became really, really crazy. So we um, were in Bali and Um, had to cut our holiday short so i've been in ice in self-isolation now so i really have been in a little bubble
1: yeah absolutely and i remember i remember sending you messages you've got to come home you have to come home it's gone crazy but you are home and you are safe and i'm really happy to have you on the show today we're going to talk about linkedin and you know we had a chat before i started recording and and i was saying that because the world is very different in business now than what it was a month ago, that I'm very acutely aware that everything that we talk about has to be so relevant to the times that we're going through. And I actually think that LinkedIn and being able to use it in a way to build real connections and to build influence is probably more beneficial or more important now than ever before and as the most connected person on LinkedIn in Australia I think that you are the perfect person to come and talk about how you've used the platform to to be so connected and how you use it so well. So why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about your very interesting backstory of how you even you know found the LinkedIn platform and got started.
0: Well, I have been a farmer most of my life and um, also been a bit of a technology geek. So, over the years, I've done all sorts of things and a lot of experimenting and and working out whether things will work or whether they won't. So, you know, I've probably been a bit of an innovator when it comes to um, technology and and making connections and, and communicating and educating. So... Uh, that's been my world. I think I was teaching people how to use the internet back in 2000. So um, I've seen a lot of changes. So over the years, I tended to learn myself by actually trialling and and just using um, different platforms. So I joined LinkedIn in 2007. I have no idea how I came across it. Um, I think at the time I was part of um, a whole heap of flexible learning, you know, national groups, and so I came across LinkedIn and I joined it. And I, I'm naturally a connector, like that's mm-hmm. how I am in all the parts of my world. So LinkedIn sort of really just slotted. It was, you know, almost my you know natural way of of being. So. I used it for a few years, not a great deal. And then started to learn a lot more about um, online marketing and using some of the platforms to actually make real connections. So in sort of 2000 and t- between 2012 and 2014, I really put a lot of effort into actually building my network on LinkedIn and my had a, like, and back then it was a hugely different space than what even it is now and mm. And I suppose I always treated it like I I always accepted any connection request that anyone sent me. Because in the real world, if I was going to a network meeting or if I was going anywhere and someone introduced themselves to me, I wouldn't not shake their hand just because I didn't know who they were and what they did and, and that sort of thing. So for me, that's actually how I treated my connections on LinkedIn. So I sort of basically treated a, you know, an acceptance of a connection request um, basically as a virtual handshake. And, um, and over the years, like I said, it's changed a lot. And it's become so much more human now, even in the last, you know, 12 months and, you know, at the moment with what we're going through in the whole world. And I think what's unique with what we are in at the moment is, it is completely global. Global, mm. So it's not like, you know, we in Australia have got
1: this. Or like the bushfires even that we're just, were just in Australia. That's
0: right. So this is completely global. And so I think as far as LinkedIn now, it's really, you know, crucial to actually make individual connections and build those relationships with individual people rather than, you know, like necessarily looking at it from a mass perspective.
1: Mm, I love that you say that you accept connection requests like someone's giving you a handshake because I, as you know, I run LinkedIn trainings as well. And I always say, just imagine that LinkedIn is a networking event. And if someone comes up to you and introduces themselves, you wouldn't just turn your back on them and walk away. You would say, hi, how are you? And you would normally ask a question. We know that on LinkedIn, we know someone's name. So whatever the next question is. And I find that on LinkedIn, a lot of people will just accept that request or, or throw out the request and, and you will try to start a conversation. And it's like they literally are turning their back and walking away.
0: Yeah, that that is an interesting, um, you know, there are so many people that connect um, and then have no contact. And, you know, like in a lot of ways, like I have almost 30,000 connections, like first level connections on LinkedIn. And so clearly I don't know every single Mm -hmm. person that I've connected to over the years But one of the things that I am really good at is if being able to find a person, if I particularly need, you know, need to connect with someone, someone with someone else, Mm -hmm. or being able to really identify, you know, whether a person's active on LinkedIn, because, you know, like there's, I think, 660 million people on LinkedIn, but not every LinkedIn person is on there is actually active. so. Mm It's really then about identifying who, you know, who's active and, um, and then digging into sort of, you know, their activity and getting a bit of an understanding of who they are and, and what sort of opinion, you know, what, what sort of comments they make and what they post. And so for me, it's really about, um, you know, I have 30,000 people that I can directly message and, and interact with and build that relationship if the need arises
1: absolutely so linkedin is the largest online network online networking platform clearly we cannot do any in person networking at the moment and that's why linkedin is so so relevant right now because business still needs to be working we still need connections it's just that we need to tap into those online connections so i think linkedin And I also have noticed a a big difference in the last 12 months on on the platform, Mm. especially in the way that people act and consume on the, on the platform. Like the content creation is a lot, there's a lot more content um, on the platform and people are looking in the feed where two years ago they just weren't. But I think that the biggest benefit to LinkedIn right now is to actually build real life connections to build relationships and to build influence. And that's something that you've done very well in building your connections. So before we dive into it, I'd love you to share maybe a case study or something that's happened in the last few years that's really cool for you or a client on the LinkedIn platform, just so that people can start to get an idea of how valuable this platform is. Oh like I've got all sorts uh, yeah. <laughs> I have all sorts of stories. Um,
0: there's probably a few that and and the, the examples that I want to give really is just to show the breadth of you know like a lot of people think that LinkedIn is either just for job seekers or it's just um, you know, for companies to find staff or but um, like it's just you know there's so many industries on LinkedIn and so it really can be for any business Um so I had a I have a friend over in Colorado who uh, he had had an animation created so he had this story and he had this animation and uh, the BBC were actually looking at picking it up as a like as a cartoon series and he, he sent me he sent me a message one day he said hey can you do me a favor can you please find me um, a lawyer in London so remembering I'm in Adelaide in South Australia he's in Colorado um, in the US so can you find me a lawyer in London that specializes in media and entertainment law
1: not not specific much
0: no I went yeah that's all right I can do that <laughs> So, um and I think just one of the things just for people to keep in mind is the bigger your first level connection network is, the bigger your second level connection. So, you know, if, if you class a, a first level connection as a friend, then their first level connections become your second level, which is like friends of friends.
1: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm.
0: if you have you know, the larger first level connection base you can have, it opens you up to a much broader second level network. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. that's just something just to keep in the back of your mind. So, you know, I did some really specific searches on, you know, using um, the location, using keywords, so media and entertainment, narrowed down to the actual industry, you know, within if it's lawyers or legal. So I was able to really drill down Um, and bring up a list of people that were in exactly who he needed. So then what I did, so I think there was, you know, say 10 that I'd sort of narrowed down. So then I actually looked at each of their profiles to see, you know, what they were, who they were, what they did, um, and to get a bit more of an idea of who might be the right person for him to actually use in his business. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so there was a lady that I found, that, you know, she had her LinkedIn profile, had lots of information on it, had lots of links to, you know, external things that she'd done. So I was able to, um, I said to him, I said, yep, I think I found the one. So I, she wasn't a first level connection of mine. She was a second level. Mm -hmm. So I was able to send her a connection request, either that or an email. I can't remember off the top of my head. It's, It's a little while ago. But, you know, I just said, look, you know, this is who I am. This is what I do. I have a client that this is what they do would you be interested in being connected, you know, me putting the two of you together? And she accepted the connection request straight away and said, yep, that would be fantastic. You know, I'd love to have a chat to him. Mm -hmm. So I was able to put from here in Adelaide, um, a person in, a business in Colorado with a business, you know, a lawyer in London, um, and put them together. Mm, such a cool story. And you know, like I found, you know, I I found a real estate, like a um, a real estate agent, um, and connected with them online, like on LinkedIn. And they actually sold one of our fam, like one of our farms. Mm-hmm. So that I built the relationship with him on LinkedIn. There's you know another business over in the US that I'm currently looking. They have a um, an app. Which um holds credentials for you know um firefighters for medical all, all sorts of you know credentials that they need to keep updated um and so I've been doing some searching for him um on you know some specific say fire chiefs for him you know to actually build a relationship with to then be a, to be able to um have their app go mm. into um into the firefighters. So it's really, yeah, like really, you know, just about any industry or business um, could find key people to actually build their business with on LinkedIn.
1: Mm. And I think that where the benefit of LinkedIn is, and you just spoke about it, is these search capabilities because we don't re- we can't use them on other social media platforms so on linkedin we can look on location we can look on job title or you know previous companies that people have worked for all sorts of things and i want to really highlight also that people if they are looking you up exactly like you just said leanne that people will have a look to see what is the activity that you've been doing? What is the content that you're putting out there? So can you talk to us about the importance of, you know, what it is that you're doing when you're on the LinkedIn platform and the content that you are producing?
0: Probably I tend to, I don't create a huge amounts of content to, content to actually put out into my feed. What I do tend to do more of is actually consuming content and commenting and sharing and so in a lot of cases the content that I am sharing is actually my comments on other you know like on other people's posts or other people's articles so I think it's really important and one of the really unique things with LinkedIn versus you know most of the other social media platforms is you know, on, on a lot of platforms, you know, like a like or a comment is really more a vanity metric. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you've got a Facebook post and you've got however many likes on that, um, it doesn't, it's just that vanity metric. Whereas on LinkedIn, if you like a post, then what that does is it actually brings that post into your network. So I'm not sure, you know, if people have noticed on their feed Often you'll have, say, a second, you know, like an art, a, some content from a second-level connection that one of your first-level connections has liked. And so that's brought that person's content into your realm of, um, of knowledge. Mm-hmm. So, so likes and comments on LinkedIn are actually more than just sort of vanity metrics for the person, the content creator. It's bringing you into that content creator's world because as soon as you like something... You know, they will see that you've liked it. So you're—it's bringing you into their world, but it's also bringing them into your world, but also into your networks world. Mm. So, um, yeah, like I think I think people don't generally understand the power of of liking and commenting on on people's posts.
1: Mm, Absolutely, absolutely. um, (laughs) I—it's funny. I've got a few. Like, obviously, there's a lot of real estate agents on LinkedIn and. There's two that I'm thinking of. One of them posts any kind of content to make himself show up. So he posts, he created a um, a music video, if you will, about how influential he is on on LinkedIn. And then there's another real estate agent that's in my network who posts the most useful content about. Understanding about investments, understanding what to look at when you're going to look at a house, understanding legal implications of different things. And, and I just look at it and say, if I was looking for a real estate agent, I can tell you which one I would be connecting with, like that I would be reaching out for straight away. Yeah. And it's the one that's producing the content that's specific to my need. And even though the, the first one I was talking about is quite influential on LinkedIn. I would never really go to him for real estate advice. So I think that it's important to remember that it is a networking site. It's a professional site and that we should be really showing up as the expert and educating our audience.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, like for me, there's no, you know, there's no right and wrong way of using LinkedIn because everyone has their own way of, of doing business and everyone has their own way of operating Still, for me, it's the the ability to be able to get right to the person that you actually want to get to. And, ah, good point. And in most cases, you know, individuals manage their own profile. I mean, you know, like there's, there's, there's a lot of organisations that do, you know, like manage other people, you know, other profiles. But there's a point where even if you've, you know, had someone managing, you know, like, say, outgoing, you know, like, searching and connecting and you know to a certain level there's a point in time where it gets handed back to the individual Mm -hmm. to be able to continue you know to actually build the the real human relationship and i think that that's the that's the pure value of linkedin is being able to actually get right to the person that you want to get to i look at my network sometimes and i think there is no way that if I had turned up to, um, you know, to someone's office and said, you know, like, I'd like to just say hello to the CEO, thanks. You know, in a normal world, you know, get in front of that sort mm-hmm. of person, whereas that's the real value of being able to, um, you know, like use LinkedIn because you can get right to that person. I created a, a post. I'd actually seen a, uh, an article, an, no, an interview Mm-hmm. that um, one of the editors-in-chief of LinkedIn, um, his name's Daniel Roth, over in the US, had um, done an interview with a, a man from China who's a, was an artificial intelligence expert. Mm-hmm. And the interview that um, Daniel did um, with Kai-Fu, it was Kai-Fu Lee, his name was, um, I was listening to the interview and, you know, they were talking about really high-level discussion. And at a, a couple of points in time, Daniel actually you know, started to talk to, um, to Kai-Fu, he, you know, about his, about his cancer journey and about his book and how his cancer actually impacted on his business. And it was, it was a really, really great example of having, you know, a high level thinking, but a really bring it back to a really human level. Mm -hmm. And so what I did is one of the things for me in my world is if someone makes a difference to me or makes a difference to my life, I try and tell them whenever I can, mm-hmm. because, you know, I, I had an experience I had on, um, I, I think I might be going on a bit of a tangent, but no, it, I
1: like it. Keep going. Bear with me.
0: <laughs> um, so I, um, I had breast cancer 10 years ago and it's something that had run through our family. So it was not, it While it was unexpected, it sort of wasn't. It was one of those things that in some ways I'd been just waiting for the time bomb to, you know, to catch up with me. Um, so what I decided I would do was I would become a volunteer for Breast Cancer Network Australia because I figured that, my mum had had breast cancer twice when, you know, I was only 12 the first time and then I was 24 the second time. So I had lived as a daughter and my mother's still alive, which is, she'll be 80 this year. Um, so I had the experience of being a daughter who'd lived with that. I then had breast cancer myself and then I also have a daughter myself. So I figured that I had sort of the three levels of perspective to be able to share with people. So I became a volunteer for Breast Cancer Network. So pretty much just to go out and tell my, tell our family story and my story. So I spoke at a, um, a fundraising uh, dinner one night, and there was about 120 women there. And so you know I just told our family story, and you know you sort of you, you tell a story and then you know you walk away, and you really don't know the impact that it's had on, you know, had on anyone or... And probably three months later, I was walking down the main street of our local town and this lady was walking towards me and I didn't know her at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and she she sort of came up to me and she said, oh, you're Leanne, aren't you? And I said, yeah, I am. And she said, oh, she said, I heard you speak at the Breast Cancer Fundraising dinner. And she said, you made such an impact on me. She said, I went out and had a mammogram that next week and they found early breast cancer. Oh, wow. And she said, so I had treatment. She said, I'm fine. And she said, you saved my life. Wow. And you know, like for me, that was just such a powerful, it was powerful for me because you sort of think, well, you know, how many times do you, you know, share whatever with people and you don't know whether it's made an impact or whether it hasn't. So for me, having, you know, that lady stop and tell me that, that that was, you know, that was her story, but also for her to be able to tell me that, you mm. know, that that was, that had made a difference. And so I think, you know, like there, so that sits in my head just about the whole time. And um, so what I did, if whenever now I get the chance, if someone makes a difference, you know, to me or to someone else, I actually let them know. Mm-hmm. And I've done it so many times on LinkedIn, uh, you know, sent somebody a message saying, hey, you know, Jay Bear one day, I was, you know, listened to um, something that he'd done and he shared a personal story. So I sent him a message on LinkedIn saying, you know, thanks very much. You know, this has impacted on me. Just wanted to let you know. Mm. So with this interview that this Daniel Roth had done with um, Kai-Fu Lee, I sh- I actually created a post on LinkedIn and... Said you know that what what a great example of an interview it was, and I I shared the actual post. But the other couple of things I did in the actual post that I was sharing is I tagged Jeff Weiner, like the um, CEO of LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. because and I don't do it very often, but it was just one of those things. He'd started uh, you know been talking a lot about the the gaps in the soft skills Mm -hmm. that you know people that are being experienced and. Um, and how it's the soft skills that um, artificial intelligence isn't actually going to be able to replace.
1: Yeah. So it's
0: they're the sorts of skills that you know we all need to be you know continuing to hone and develop. And mm-hmm. so it was just one of those things. So I tagged him in in this post and and I shared it and I tagged Daniel and and I shared it and within probably fifteen minutes, Jeff Weiner had actually liked the post, which the amount of times that he would be tagged, you know.
1: I can't even imagine how many I, times. I can't even
0: imagine it either. And so like when I looked at that, I just thought, wow, that's it was one of those things that I thought, what was it about that post that it, you know, it came up in his feed, in his notifications that, you know, I'd tagged him in this post. But I'd been having a conversation with um, you know, some of my colleagues, you know, LinkedIn colleagues, and about you know how they 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 didn't tag anyone you know in in you know like in in high places because uh-huh. they didn't take any notice and you know they didn't take any notice of little people and and so like it was a really again like there were so many lessons out of just that one post i actually sent daniel roth the editor of linkedin i sent him an email uh-huh. um because i wasn't connected to him so i sent him an email um, and just said, hey, Daniel, just wanted to let you know what a great interview it was. You know, congratulations. It was, you know, like really showed the human side of, you know, the the interview. And he sent me a message straight back saying, thanks, Leanne, you might want to share it as a post. You'll get more reach that way. Yeah. Wow. And I sent him a message back saying, "Um, thanks, I have actually already, you know, shared this as a post, you know, this is the um, link to the, the article, the post that I made. But I also said in the message back to him, my intent of the original message wasn't actually to get reach, it was just me reaching out on a personal level to let you know that, you know, I thought that it was a great interview. And it made a difference. And it made a difference. And so he then went and actually liked it, and I think he commented on the post as well. And I think that post had about fifty-five thousand views. Oh, wow, it's huge! But you know, again, like for me, it wasn't so much about the views. It was just it was all of the principles. Thinking, you know, like I talk about courage, you know, in in reaching out to people and 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 putting your own views out there. And so you know, like it was it was the courage that I just went well. Look, I'm going to tap. Like it was a genuine tag and um, so, yeah, there was so, like I said, I've probably got so many stories we could talk for days.
1: Oh, I absolutely know that. I know that we've, I can't believe we've known each other such a short time and shared so much wine together already. It's mm. fantastic. Mm, correct. <laughs> um, yeah, correct. Well, there's going to be a lot of people that are sitting home right now that are, you know, thinking, well, I could use this time to be building my connections, to be building my influence on LinkedIn. Um, And, you know, and to be really connecting with people. Can you tell us, can you give us some tips on how you would suggest people really start to build their, their network? So their first connections, let's start there before we even talk about the influence, but what what are some tips about building your first connections?
0: I think it's about being curious, you know, like, i quite often think, okay, so what do I do and how do I do it? and, And what's my thinking? And, and there's like, I just always have this curiosity. And you know, it's as much about thinking. Now, I wonder. So, like, I might see an I might see an article in my feed, and and I'll read that article, and then I'll actually have a look at the comments that other people have made. And and one of the really key things is is people's headlines, mm-hmm. because that's you know when when you're just sort of scrolling through you know your feed um, and looking at people's comments and likes, you know if you sort of hover your, mouth, your mouse over any of them. It'll bring up their picture, but it'll also bring up their headline. Mm -hmm, mm So, um, you know, that obviously, you know, when you're actually putting your profile together, your headline is really important. Um, but, But like I'll sort of look at them and think, oh, I wonder what that person's like or I wonder what that person does, or I wonder what else, you know, like they like, because LinkedIn is just like a big spider web. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you can follow spider webs and end up in all sorts of different places. But for me, that's how you find people you would never have come across. And I just don't ever discount a connection because you just never know who they might know or Mm -hmm. that you might know that can help them or vice versa. You just never know. And, and I know a lot of people are scared to connect with people that they don't know. And, you know, they only connect with people in their own sort of, you know, industry or, but, you know, like LinkedIn is just because it's such a big network and, the way that it's structured you know as far as i you know in a lot of cases the your actual second level network is where you where you find the gold mm. so you know it might not be So I might connect to, say I might connect to one of the fire chiefs in the US Mm -hmm. and, you know, I've got no idea who else in his network might be somebody that can help another connection that I have. So I think for me, you know, if, say if I was starting to build my network again, um, I would, I probably wouldn't do a lot different. But if I was, you know, out there starting now, I would be looking for people both with within my own industry because it's always good to actually, you know, have colleagues that you can, you know, promote and they can promote you and Mm -hmm. but it's also thinking about who is in the the group that you actually want to you know, who, who would be your target audience and actually starting to connect with people that might have them as their target audience as well
1: mm, that yeah sense. that totally makes sense so it's about really understanding who it is that you want to connect with and not thinking that you need to connect with them directly but you but you do need to start off with what is the strategy who what is the goal that i want yeah. you know who are the kinds of people that i want to connect with and connect with them cuz so i think a lot of people in business get caught thinking we just need to connect with potential clients and it's such a trap because there are so many collaboration partners there's media there's opportunities for speaking engagements there's opportunities to refer, all of these types of things that can happen on LinkedIn. So we really have to understand a, what what our goal is and understand that there's a lot of different ways to get to that goal and to be very open. And I love, I love that you said curious. And I think that it's the intention that you're setting when you get onto the platform to be curious and, and really connect.
0: Yeah. And You know, I think so many people are scared of connecting with people they don't know in case they're going to be spammed or in case they're like, you know, just in case. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, like there is always the remove connection button. Yeah, it's not that hard, is it? (laughs) It's not that hard. It's not, it's pretty hard to find, you know, it's not particularly, (laughs) it's not particularly easy to find, but you know, like I don't tend to get a lot of spam and I hate saying it because I don't want to jinx myself Um, and I think for a lot of years like I was building my network and no one knew and it wasn't probably until 2015 that I even said something to you know someone one day and I had 25,000 connections at the time and and I remember the look on his face and it was it was in a platform called Blab and it was very similar to sort of what Zoom is and so, you know, I just met amazing people all across the world and and I remember one day, you know, like just, you know, I'd come onto you know, like this blab and there was four of us on the screen and, and at the time I was living on our farm. So I've, you know, been a farmer most of my life and... Um, I, you know, came on the screen and I said, you know, I was a farmer from South Australia and I did a little bit with LinkedIn because, you know, at the time, most people in the world that I was working within, they, you know, farmers didn't care at the time about LinkedIn. So, Mm. you know, like I pretty much, you know, kept what I was, you know, doing pretty much quiet because no one else really cared or they used to tell me to get a real job. Mm -hmm. go out and get a real job so you know I remember saying this particular you know I do a little bit with LinkedIn and I said I've got 25,000 connections and I'll never forget the look on this his name is Stephen Caggiano I'll never forget the look on his face he said what and I said "Oh, yeah you know I've got 25,000 connections and so this was 2015 and Mm -hmm. I remember him saying at the time he said Leanne there's not that many people in the world That have got that level of connections, and he said, "I don't mean to be rude, but he said at the end of the day, he said you're not famous. You know what? That's even what's more remarkable. You're not famous. Um, You're you're in South Australia, whereas most people think of Australia as being Sydney or the Gold Coast.
1: Yep. (laughs) Um,
0: He said, so you know you're in South Australia on a farm, Um, and he said that's what's even more remarkable. And he said you've just built, you know, chipped away and built your network, and um, so yeah, it. I think, you know, I probably didn't have a strategy when I first started. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I sometimes think, mm, I wonder, you know, would have I done anything different? But, you know, now it's put me in the position where, you know, I have, you, and you can only have 30,000 con- actual connections, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which, you know, I quite often laugh and say, you know, nothing like first world problems.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, really, I can only have 30,000, but... And um, what that's done for me now is, you know, I've got a network of second, first and second level connections and group group members of over 8 million people across the world.
1: Mm, mm. So
0: for me, what that allows me to do is, you know, who would have ever thought that I'd be a second level connection to a fire chief in New York.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: um, And for most people, they won't need that. So, you know, I suppose I'm a little bit unique in, in the way that I've built mine and, and the network that I've got. But, you know, like I've helped, um, I've helped headhunt for a product developer for an oil company in Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: so, you know, like I said, I'm probably a little bit different to, to most people that, you know, like are using LinkedIn, but I think, you know, don't be afraid to actually have a broad network because you just never, you know, the gold is in the second level connections and I don't know who, you know, when I'm connecting with you, Sam, I, I don't know who your other connections are. Mm. So mm-hmm. that's really where the, that's where the magic is in building your network.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So when you connect with, with people or um, even, you know, you've, you've got this platform with uh, 30,000 connections, do you have a habit? or some sort of reach out strategy to the connections that you already have do you actually once you connect with someone do you start open a conversation with them or is do you only open a conversation with people when you're ready to do business with them or connect for some for some reason in the
0: past when i was building the network you know say in 2012 13 14 i was pretty much just receiving connection requests and accepting them it was nothing for me to have a 11 1200 connection requests sitting in my inbox mm-hmm. so i didn't really interact with them back then Mm -hmm. you know like I've got to the stage where I'm much more strategic in who I accept and who I connect with Mm -hmm. so if I'm connecting with someone now it's very much more it's somebody that I either want to connect and and build a relationship with myself or whether it's for another client Mm. so I'm yeah so most of them I didn't but you know now I certainly do but but then that's saying if, you know, like I, if there was somebody in my network that I needed to, you know, build a relationship with, then, you know, I've got that ability and I, I can do that very quickly. I build relationships really quickly.
1: Yes, I would agree with that. You are, you're not a shy little retiring wallflower, that's for sure, <laughs> said with The utmost of love. (laughs) Yes, I know. (laughs) But, you know, I think that one of the
0: things that um, I have realized over the years is, you know, your network is actually unique to you and it's your credibility and your reputation. And so, even though my network's large, I still guard my network quite closely. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I don't make introductions or you know, just for the sake of it yeah um, and and so it's probably a case of because i you know don't ask for you know I don't ask for favours a lot I, I I don't spam you know like I don't spam people. like I don't do that sort of thing, so generally, if I ask somebody for something or make a connection that will that connection will happen because yeah. you know that's 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 the reputation that I have.
1: Yeah, that, that's the energy or behind the, or that's in the foundation of what you've built. And I think that's really important for people to know as well that the intention that you put into building your network is absolutely without without any words being spoken, what people pick up on. That if you're out there spamming people, then people can kind of sniff that out without even you know any words being said so i think yeah. that's really important leanne for people that have listened to this interview and want to reach out or follow you stay connected with you how can they do that uh
0: they can send me send me a personalized connection request on linkedin and say that they heard you know they heard the interview with you sam there's a lot of people that just send connection requests you know that don't actually put any messages so yeah always put a personalized request um, you can email me at uh, leanne at com, or you can follow me on Facebook, find me on Facebook or on Twitter. Um, so there's probably, all the lots, places. there's probably lots of places that you can find me. I'm, I always used to have people say, Oh, you know, don't you, don't you get scared about putting stuff out online? And I said, well, really? I said, I've been online since 1997 and you know, I think that um, if somebody Googles my name, you can, you know, there's interviews that I did back in 1998, you know, that are online. So, and and so I said, look, you know, if, if somebody wants to find me, they certainly can. So no, it never, bothers, it never worries me.
1: Exactly. Exactly. You've shared so much value with us today, Leanne, and so many Awesome stories. You're such a great storyteller and I know that we could sit here and and listen to to a million and one stories that you've got in your little story repertoire. But for us to wrap today's interview up in a box with a beautiful bow on top, what would you like to leave our listeners with?
0: I think it's to to be curious. So to be curious to have really good communication, to con, you know, to make connections, to build community. I think that's really what I want to leave you with. But be curious, be curious and be courageous. They're the two things, curious and courageous. Don't be scared to reach out.
1: I love it. And in the times that we're in, where I think that people are all self-isolating, I think that we're all really realizing in a big way in such a small amount of time, how much we all want and need connection. And I think the world's going to be a very different place on the other side of this pandemic. And you know, to be able to jump onto a platform and still create connections now at a time that we may be able to take them offline, hopefully soon, or we will be able to take them offline, hopefully soon is a really worthwhile, I guess, investment in time right now. So thanks so much for sharing all about LinkedIn, Leanne. It was great to have you on the show. You're welcome, Sam. Thanks for having me. Such a pleasure.